Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. So today we are continuing on on our Sister Wives Rewatch Rewind. So today we're going to be talking about Sister Wives Season 1, Episodes 2 and 3. And then we're going to talk about gossip. What's the latest? What's happening in the world of Sister Wives? Always something happening. Yes, it's very exciting. So let's just get started. Season 1, Episode 2. Courting a fourth wife. <laughs> yeah, it's getting good. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts off with Christine is going to look for baby things with Mary and Janelle. And Mary is saying, you know, she's always been open to new wives. But then Christine says she was she didn't want another wife no. as this has been, you know, everyone's been talking about this since all of this. And she said, she didn't feel like he had enough time for her. Yeah. So how's he going to have enough yeah. time for another wife? Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. He doesn't. <laughs> no, he Short doesn't. Short answer. He didn't. He doesn't. And um, and it's 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 so fascinating. I mean, I think this is what has I think this is why Sister Wives has exploded so much is is that, yes, all the wives are now leaving him. And that's really interesting. But it's just we have these records. Yeah. And we're able to go back in time and look and see, like, see, see yeah. right there, right there. Well, you know, and when when you're watching these things, I always wonder to myself, OK, well, were you just saying these things to make yourselves look good on TV? Because, you know, really their their motivation for doing the show was that they wanted America to see Mm -hmm. that, you know, they're just regular people just because they're polygamists. You know, they're good people. They're just like you and me. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like they were really, really covering up a lot of issues. Yeah. That now just the the lid is off the pot. It's just Mm -hmm. exploded. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the whole reason. And I think why they signed up to do the show and what the producers wanted to do, which is 
let's we want to show this this family that is a polygamous family but they're not wearing the dresses and the hair right. what we see with Warren Jeffs you know they're just regular folk and every time the women talk about being a sister wife and what does that mean and how does it affect you it's always from this really uber positive yeah. place except but for, there's some cracks there's some cracks but Christine was the only one that yeah. really talked about the emotional part like Janelle never talked about it Mary never Mary you could see glimpses of yeah but Janelle very stoic but Christine was the one that was really struggling yeah no she's the she's the truth teller and and yeah Janelle is just totally stoic Mary I have to say there Mary has glimpses of yes. letting stuff out yep. and there's I think I don't know if it's in this episode or the next one when we get to it there's a part where she just breaks down crying and I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? Yeah. Like two minutes ago, you were telling us how wonderful this was. Uh-huh. And now you're crying saying that, you know, you don't know if sometimes you don't know if you can stay. Like, yeah. What is happening? Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, it's a roller coaster watching these old episodes. It is. You're like, what is happening? It is. But yeah, they're like these. Att- and they're not in order. Did you catch? There was yes, one thing. There was an editing. There was an editing thing. Order. Robin's birthday party. Yes. yes. Robin. So in the second episode that we watched, episode three, there was a birthday party that they were all throwing for Robin. That This was the saddest thing I've ever heard. Robin said this was the best birthday she had had since she was a kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, you <laughs> you have not had. Yeah, because it was just a home was, party with a yeah, homemade cake It, it or seemed whatever. like an awful. Like, I don't. I think most kids would have been like, oh, God, this is my party. Um. But anyway, we see Mary with really long mm-hmm. hair and and but the whole other time, everything else we've seen with her, she had short hair. Yeah. So they must have pre-filmed that. And then because she cut her hair right before that, the first episode where they are mm-hmm. introducing all the wives yeah. and then she has that short hair. I wonder why she cut it. You know, that was very dramatic. Yeah. And yeah, you know how whenever you I don't know, I've done this many times when I'm having a personal crisis. Yes. I'll cut yes. My hair. Yes. Or you see women that are like dying it. Yeah. And doing you all cut, these crazy you get bangs. Things. Yes. Or- <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I thought the exact same thing. I said something's going on. Yeah. That's huge. That was long it's hair. Very she long had, hair. you know, and she'd had that her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Something she was. And then there was the episode. Literally, I think it's this one or the next one where she's crying about. She doesn't know if she even wants to be doing this thing. Yeah. With Robin. Oy. Oh, my goodness. OK. So, well, and then so um, Mary and Cody tell the story of how they met Robin, which is they went to a house of a friend of theirs and Robin was there. She was the cousin of someone. And then Reba. Ma- Reba and then Mary mentions oh I thought there was like a spark between Robin and Cody so I told him to go dance with her and this is where we I think they get things a little mixed up because there's always been right I can't remember god we read that book and I can't even remember it now the sister wives book uh-huh. but there's sort of like these two tales that they tell of meeting robin through reba Uh and this haphazard like we're just bebopping over there and you're here and then they talk about this dance at church because cody talks about that in the book about how see he saw robin in church and he saw all these things so well no robin saw him in church oh but he didn't see her or maybe they saw each other but yeah you're right there's a dance and there's a barbecue yes at reba's and i don't know which one (laughs) happened first and we don't know if 
they were as organic as they thought they were. You know, I mean, so again, we don't know. They've talked about bringing in, they they sort of allude to dating women and bringing in sister wives and all this kind of stuff happening in the past. But it does a long time ago. Yeah. Like since Christine came into the family, you know, 16 years before, there's never been any talk of them, you know, actively. But, But that's what they mentioned that Cody someone mentions it cody or mary mentions yeah there were some other people didn't go anywhere Mm. it was short-lived it was this it was that so this is what i wonder i wonder if not necessarily for the show but i wonder if they were kind i think i i wonder if cody and mary were always kind of like this is mary's way of staying close to cody we're always kind of hunting a little bit. And mm-hmm. like, what like about that was her? their little there? thing. There was their little thing. Yeah. And I think that it was always, f- this is all speculation, allegedly. I think it was their thing. I think it tied them together. I think that it was um, something that they did. And then uh, after, th- and then when Robin came along, I think Mary's like, isn't this fun? Isn't this great? You know, we met this woman and then Cody's really falling in love with her. And that's when Mary starts to freak out. And we learned about that in the book. Yeah. Because it was, at first it was the three of them Mm -hmm. all hanging out. Then it was just Robin and Cody hanging out and they started getting more serious. And that's probably when Mary cut her hair. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you anything. Probably around that time. Because she was like, Oh my God, like Mm -hmm. what's happening? This is going to happen. Yeah. And, and, and not only is this going to happen, but he's, he's really in love with her. And she's young and pretty and all of these things. So, yeah. Well, and you know what was sad? I think we, okay. Wasn't it before this was when Mary, Janelle and uh, Christine go to the baby shop Mm -hmm. and then they go out to lunch Yeah, and they're talking about how, Oh, well, yeah, Robin's really pretty and everything, but also she really is super nice. And, and then Christine says, well, he, Cody deserves a trophy wife. And I just hated that she said that. Mm -hmm. It it was like, they were all kind of saying, comparing themselves to Robin. Yeah. And it was sad. And it was just like, oh, guys, no, like, you know. Well, and this is the dysfunction of the stupid system. Like this is, this is the problem. And, and well, we keep getting off track. I know. So, okay. So Mar- Mary and Cody talk about how they met her. We learn about Robin. Robin's 30, divorced. She has three kids. Dayton, nine. Aurora, seven. Brianna, five. And Robin grew up in this lifestyle. Um, and uh, and then we go back to Cody and we see... It was very cute to see like a very well, young Savannah Garrison. Was it Garrison? Gabe. 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 Yeah. I wrote down Garrison, but it was Gabe. Gabe and Savannah helping Cody pack to see Robin. <laughs> to which, go see his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but and then... So then we see this. We see Cody say goodbye to Mary. And this is like Mary... Mary got very she upset. She was very upset. In that moment. Like he holds her and he's like, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be okay? And you could see her eyes... And that's the thing is, is that these are these moments. I didn't even pick this up the first time I watched this show. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. No, um, she was very upset. And uh, then he goes to say goodbye to Christine. And he's like, are you OK? And she's like, I'm fine. But I mean, you know, but, you know, she's not no, fine. She's not. She's not fine. And so then um, he says he's taking Aspen and Maddie to babysit. Yes. So that uh, Cody and Robin well, can go out on dates. Yes. But he, he was like, well, I'm going to bring some of my older girls, you know, so that they can get to know each other and do this and that. It's like, no, 
It's because they're babysitters. You guys are babysitters. But Christine in one of the confessionals does mention when uh, Cody was going to say goodbye to her. She did say, you know, you can't leave me. You can't leave your family. Like, she really gets into, like, how disturbing and difficult. Yeah, she says, you're replacing your family with Robin and her kids. And then Christine said she realized it needed to happen. But it doesn't make it easier. But why did it need to happen? Because I think that because I think that in this religion, when someone, quote unquote, gets a testimony, which I'm saying in air quotes, because I think that is the lamest. Oh, you mean when you claim that God told you to do something? Yes. God told me to do this. Like this whole like I got a testimony from God. No, you had an idea. and You had a plan and you're doing what works for you. So like own it at least. Um, and then, uh, well, and then Janelle says something that's crazy. Cody is very balanced with his time, making sure everyone gets their needs met. And so this is the thing. I don't think, I don't think Janelle has a lot of needs. No, I think, I think she sees Cody once a week and she's like, yeah, he balances time. This is great. Once a week I see him. Like, I really don't think, and that's, and I think that's the other problem is, is that, you know, each each person in life needs something else. Like some people need a lot of attention. Some people don't. Some people need a lot of this and they don't need so much of that. And you've got four women who all have different needs, at different levels with different relationships. And so, of course, each of yeah. them are going to react differently. But the religion and tries to make everything like fair, like everyone gets a night or everyone gets this. Mm-hmm. And so it's quote unquote fair, fair. Everything's fair. It's like, well, that's not hum- how human beings work. No. Anyway. <clears throat> um, so, so, yeah, Cody talks about Mary and Robin bonding, connecting. Mary felt a connection. Um, and then we see the scene. I'm sorry, I had to write this down. <laughs> we see the scene of Robin feeding her kids dinner, okay, before Cody comes. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, what is she feeding these children? There were slices of bread, like just bread that you would have for a sandwich, but not toasted. No garlic bread, no nothing, no butter even. Just like slices mm-hmm. of bread. There was a bowl full of celery sticks. Like nobody likes nobody celery sticks. Nobody wants that. Even your children don't want that. And it was full. So your children really don't want that. And then the main meal they were eating was pasta with tomato sauce, which I understand, but with shredded cheddar cheese on top. Ew. It looked disgusting. I miss, how did I miss that? I must have been writing notes and missed that. Because all of a sudden, you know what it was? I saw the the bread and i'm like wait and i had to pause i'm like wait what is that like who puts low like just like some wonder bread or yeah, something. And, yeah. And, but not even, no no toasted no butter mm. no rolls no nothing i was just kind of so weird anyway <laughs> i just thought that looked like the grossest meal ever yeah so well yeah and then one of my favorite um scenes was this uh she's taking her kids to the park before cody gets there and um, the kids want to bring the um, their bikes. bikes. And she says, no, no bikes. And they're all kind of melting down. They don't want to get in the car. And so Robin says, the cool thing about polygamy is you got people all over you, mothering your kids, even Cody, all helping you out. And it's like, again, are, are you doing this for the babysitting? Like, yeah. Uh, which is interesting because when but she's not, but she, she never let yeah, yeah. she never let any of them take care. I think when she actually got in the family, she was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't really want, <laughs> I don't really want that. I'll just hire yeah. a nanny." 
So then we see Christine. She's rearranging furniture because truly has to be in their room because they don't have any other room. Um, and then they go out to lunch. Well, wait, we need to talk about what? Christine's room. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I didn't <laughs> pause this. I was just watching them move. Furniture. Well, I just thought it was, I mean, I don't know. Her basement down there is really yeah. sad. Yeah, it is. Her room is very it's, small. It is small. And there, she had a gun safe in there. Did you see Hunter taking the gun safe out with a dolly? No, I don't even know what a gun safe is. Like, I mean, it's a safe for, for guns. guns. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I don't think I've never known anyone who's had a gun safe. Because I've only I've only seen it on TV. Okay, I've never seen and what it. What does it? Does it just look like a normal safe? Yeah, I mean, it's but it's bigger. Like if you have long guns, you know, because no. like it was tall. It's probably like this. It's like the size of a dresser, mm. or it could be even bigger. Like remember the Tom and Pammy. Oh. <laughs> Tom and and Pam. Yeah, that big safe. That big safe that was like the size of a refrigerator. But yeah, I think that's what it was. It was a gun safe that Hunter was um, moving out of her room. So Cody's storing his guns in poor Christine's bedroom, basement yeah. bedroom. You can't do that in the garage or anything. Yeah. And then they had like this huge armoire that served no purpose. Yeah, that, it was big. It made it really dark. Yeah, and Mary just moved that thing like it was nothing. <laughs> she moves furniture like it's nothing. She literally just picks it up and moves it by herself. And then Christine has no bed headboard yeah. or bed frame or anything. It's just it's just that mattress she said she gave birth to multiple kids on uh. with a brown bedspread. Um, yeah, the bedspread, everything looks really like so it was either brown or purple, dark purple, burgundy or something. Yeah. It was just, yeah, her, her, it, it did look sad. Well, you know, and that's because the windows are way up high because right. she's in the goddamn, she's, she's in the basement. She's subterranean. Yes. Anyway, that just really bothered me. I had to, yeah, I had to stop and <laughs> hone in on what was happening there. Anyway, um, go ahead. Yes. No, they're rearranged furniture. They go to lunch. And then then this is where they talk about Christine, you know, talks about how Robin is pretty and really cute and jealous about how sweet of, you know, she has a sweet kind of companion side. And this is where I had an aha moment that maybe everybody else has had. And it just took me a while to get there. But what I think and I think this is what's really hard for Christine is, is that Christine is sort of I think she sees a bit of herself in Robin. And I think not so much like with her life story, but I think that Christine's role has always been to be the light and joy and mm -hmm. fun and silly. And I think she sees Cody with this new person mm -hmm. who is also light. I mean, yeah, she's not really, but light and fun. Um, it's just, it seems like Christine and Robin have the most similar personalities and they both fulfill a certain role with Cody. And that's the sense that I got when she was talking about it, like talking about how, you know, how Cody is with her and what that relationship is. I think that Christine's always the one that made him laugh. Christine's always the one, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she said her relationship with him used to be great, used to be really easy. I don't know if I really believe that, like given all, you know, given all the stuff that we've heard, that's kind of a, a lot of bullshit. But, but I think that what would happen is, is that I think Janelle, 
you know, is like, fuck around and find out, right? She's mm-hmm. that kind of person, like, you know, whatever, you know, forget you. And I think Mary, as we're learning now, has been a little distant and had her own issues. I think, I think Janelle and Mary are a lot tougher. So I think Christine, I think he, he, when he went, when he needed softness, I think he went to Christine right. and I think Christine felt that. And I think they laughed and joked and had a lot more intimacy than we see. And I think when Robin came around, it was like, well, I don't need Christine for this anymore. Right. Well, another thing that um, they were talking about when they were rearranging Christine's furniture was um, they said that they all get along really well now because they worked through all of their issues. And I'm like, well, that's Mm -hmm. a lie. Yeah, that is a lie. You know, it's more of that presentation. We're going to present this way. I mean, they really laid it on thick. Yeah. Well, then Cody says something about like, everything's a balance. You have to find your own happiness and being sensitive to the other mothers and wives. Why did I write that down? That doesn't sound like something Cody I know. Would say. I don't know what Are you this... sure that was Cody? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This was this whole thing, I think, when I was trying to this whole balance thing. Just the way that, you know, we hear Robin say it later, but like just the way they sell this whole right. this whole They're thing. They're trying to make it and he's also he's trying to sell himself. Like yeah. he he has the emotional intelligence and the capability to do this and handle all this. Yeah. Which he doesn't. Yeah. But he's trying to, you know tell that to america well and then christine in the confessional says she felt really out of the loop because she hadn't met robin until three to four weeks after mary and cody so Mm -hmm. i can imagine christine it was also creating all this anxiety for her she's pregnant Mm -hmm. um i don't know if she was pregnant at the time i think she was like a few yeah a few months pregnant. but learning the but then learning like wait what you know my whole life is going to get thrown up and now and i think that cody and mary came back started talking about her and it yeah, got her she, anxious. she said she um, felt horrible, like what's happening. She felt like she lost her best friend. Yeah. And then Cody then makes it about him. Mm-hmm. And he says, when I first started courting Robin, I was going through some di- difficult times. And um, he was sobbing. He didn't know what was wrong. And his heart was breaking into a million pieces. And then Christine said, well, you're lovesick. Mm-hmm. Which, Okay. But I mean, I just, he just so quickly turned it around and made it about him. Yeah. Like, oh God, this is so hard for me. Yeah. Uh, Really? What's so, it's not like Robin's broke up with you or is rejecting you. She's dying to come and, you know, join your family. What are you heart sick about? No, he's, he's heart sick about the fact that he knows, honestly, you want to know what I think? I think that he's heart sick because he knows he really loves this woman and loves her in a way that he really didn't feel for these other women. That this is something that's new because because he technically is saying like, I'm, you know, courting a fourth wife. This is my fourth wife. Like this shouldn't feel new to you. But he was lovesick like a teenager. Like he never felt that before. Yeah. Like he never yeah. felt again. Alleged. This is just my theory. But yeah. and I think that that's what Christine saw. And that's what we're seeing now in season 17. Right. Where Christine's like very clear to everybody. No, he he found his soulmate, Robin. Like they're meant to be together. I got to get out. Like, I got to stop trying to think, trying to make this work. Mm-hmm. So, but this is then when, who said this? That the lifestyle it rubs off on all, it rubs off all of your rough spots. You become a better person. I think this was Robin. And oh, again, yeah. this is Robin selling, you know, this is this whole sell, which is, it really challenges you. You don't, you know, it helps you with jealousy. It doesn't, you know, it does this, it does that. And it makes you a better person. And it's like, so basically, it just makes you a better person because you can it it you can withstand watching your husband 
with another person. Yeah, like that makes you a better person. That that just is just, yeah. So you should be able to tolerate pain. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, she says that the three wives made Cody the great man that he is, you know, he wouldn't be that great if it weren't for them. Like they broke him in basically. Yeah. And well, Cody's her soulmate. Yes, her soulmate. He's everything on her list of things that she wanted. Yes. And then they <sighs> have, and then they go to this restaurant. <laughs> and this is what Kate, uh, Ace. Ace and Caitlin. Caitlin are always talking about on their Sister Wives podcast about how they went to this Mexican restaurant and then had, they ordered hot chocolate. Yeah, as a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Robin, I mean, they're sitting outside. It looked cold. But then Robin's like, ooh, that sounds fun. I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady. The birthday party. She doesn't get out much. You don't get out much if hot chocolate outside and then eating, like, eating a big burrito. Right. A burrito (laughs) and hot chocolate don't pair well. Okay. You want, like, like a you know a diet coke or a <laughs> margarita yeah not well they don't drink so that's chocolate. their problem but anyway yeah they're just yeah well robin's very she's very pollyanna-ish yeah. i mean she's just and i'm sorry she's a bit of a dork i mean yeah if you knew her in school you'd think she was a dork <laughs> well she's such a she's one of those people who she's like a know-it-all like she yeah. always pipes in with her you know she like she knows everything about polygamy. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, in plural marriage and polygamous families, and it shows breaks in with all of her, you know, definitions and explanations, and you know, all of her little counseling. As Janelle said, counselor Robin. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Robin, honey, you weren't in a plural marriage until you arrived here. Exactly, you know? and so. it's like, shut up. Like you don't. She's one of those people. Like, oh God, Robin's raising her hand again. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. Well, Cody says he hasn't held hands with a woman in sixteen years. He's rusty. What? He hasn't held anybody's hands. Yeah, so apparently, well, anyone knew, I guess. And oh, then God. Cody gives Robin a string that at first, when I, I remember them talking about this, and then you see the string, I'm like, so literally, it was a string from her shirt that she just. Like rolled it like Madison was making it. And well, I Cody think it's said, like you know how they make the like friendship bracelet. It's like the same stuff they make French li- oh. bracelets out. It's that embroidery, um, embroidery thread, and yeah, they just make like a little ring. Mm-hmm. Well, the yeah. ring did not look like impressive. in junior high. I yeah. don't know why M- Madison's making, but anyway. Um, but Robin, Cody gives it to Robin, and Cody think, and then Robin thinks it's great, and um, yeah. She's easily impressed. (laughs) So, and then he mentions at the end there that they've been courting for four months, which is a long time in the polygamist world. Yeah, it's time to move. Time to move on. But again, again, that. um, So, I guess if we are following all of this, then yeah, Christine was already pregnant by the time Robin came in. Yeah. Okay. So now we're now on to episode three, episode three. And I think we're still there. We're watching them. It's <laughs> still, are we still at yeah, that restaurant? N- no. Well, this is wives on the move. And this, this opens with, um, I think they're all, they're in Utah. He tells Maddie, Aspen, Leon and McKelty to plan a birthday party oh, that's for right. Robin. So this is, I love this- how the, all the oldest, the oldest, um, children yeah. or the oldest, female i don't want to and leon yeah you know um i was like of course of course the, no logan no uh <laughs> well and also too, no one, anyone else he tells them that 
they need to plan this because he's busy planning to move Robin there. You know, he can't be bothered with this birthday party. Mm-hmm. And so then the, the girls all s- start talking. Um, they say the Maddie says that she met Robin, first met Robin after she came home from Wyoming. So, you know, the kids, they'd always send them to Wyoming in the summer. She comes home from Wyoming and she said there was this person there at her house. And her mom had warned her that dad has a friend over. Mm -hmm. And then they learned that she was single and only 30. And so then it started clicking in like, okay, well, this is a potential whatever but i think i thought that was really shitty that they didn't that they just show up they didn't talk to them really tell them oh dad has a friend over like this sounds familiar yeah um (laughs) so that that's why i think there have been some other people i think that's why maddie was able to recognize it so quickly but this was the best they were talking about how it's kind of weird because robin smelled a jacket of cody's and said i miss your father and that Really weird. That is weird. I think did it, it weird was out McKel- Maddie or McKelty? McKelty. It was, was McKelty. And I just wrote down, yes, McKelty. That's weird. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Matt- that is weird. Yeah, because Maddie said, Yeah, I'm glad he didn't get an 18-year-old. They yeah. were saying, Yeah, well, I guess it's not that weird. And then McKelty's like, Well, that was really weird when I was wearing dad's jacket. <laughs> and she told me, you know, she missed him. That was weird. Yeah. And then McKelsey, I she had this weird Carol Brady hairdo. Yeah, it was a what? little odd. Very out of character. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think about the year was like 2010. I mean, because it looked kind of like the Rachel. Yeah. You know, it's it almost was like a, Utah it was a, took 15 years exactly. for that to get to. And it was not even. Tw- oh, my God. Not even 15, like almost 20 years to get that. And to- it wasn't quite. The Rachel. Yeah. Like it was a but it had a it had it felt a wannabe Rachel. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I did do some I just I mapped it because I was really curious about because I don't think I've never been to Utah. Because I was very curious about like where's Lehigh? Where's Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm. Where's St. George? So St. George is way at the very, very bottom of the state. And actually St. George is only like, like near Arizona. Well, it's actually, and it's very close to Las Vegas. It's like a few hours from oh. Vegas. So it's, so now when I look at the map, I can see how they ended up in Vegas a little bit more, but like that is a hole because Lehigh is all the way up, up north, right below, um, right below Salt Lake City. And Salt Lake City is at the very top of the state. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically, I was like, oh God, that is a drive. Yeah. That's like a lot. Five hours, 300 miles or something. Anyway. Uh, I just had to, I always have to do that because I got to figure out spaces and where things are. Even with Extreme Sisters, I'm like, where's Gig Harbor? Which actually looks really <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, where, where is that? So you know what it is? It is, Gig Harbor is, it's not far from Seattle, but it's like up there, right? They have all those islands, Bainbridge mm-hmm. Island, Mercer mm-hmm. Island, right? And so it's it's kind of like it's, another one of these islands that jets out because it just every time they showed it it looked so cute and quaint there it was like where are these women living i'm like i think it would be nice up there in gig harbor because remember in the first season they would go out into the woods a lot yeah they were always out in the woods no it's way up in that you know it's hard to describe but but, you know washington's very rural Mm -hmm. people don't realize this and um uh so so seattle's right like right at the very um west mm-hmm. of that and so it's almost kind of like if you have you have to drive down a little bit and then drive back up but it's like this little island that's mm. 
you know. It sounds cute. It is. Anyway, so now we're at Robin's very sad birthday party. <laughs> I'm sorry. And was the cake, a sh- was the cake? It was looked the cake- homemade. Well, yeah, like, but I can understand that. But it's like, it was one of those cakes that people make in those big pans. Like, it wasn't even like the rounds that you like tap yeah. out. And- well, they, they got to work with what they got. Yeah, I, know. I don't think they that, got so much they, going on. They haven't gotten their first check for uh, the show yet. <laughs> no. They're kind of scraping by. But yeah, and there was a bunch of random people at the party who I couldn't tell. I don't know if they were like Robin's family. Oh, but this is good. So Robin talks about how she was married before, but they were never took on another wife and it was a very difficult marriage. And then Christine talks about how she learned that Robin and Cody got, when they got engaged, that they kissed. Mm-hmm. They sealed it with a kiss. And that... Well, they for, kissed more than once. Yeah, I'll but, tell you that. Yeah, I think that was the first kiss, but um, she said it was devastating. And then Robin learns that Christine was upset. And then Robin starts crying, and I've really been going in and looking at Robin. Yes, and I again, wanted to ask you about this. Yes, so then Robin got upset, and I'm looking at her eyes, and I'm like, again, that's why when Mary got upset, it was so different than when Robin got upset. Like, she's, her eyes seemed to be slightly watery, but there were no tears right and i i don't know maybe it's me i have become in my old age like an easy crier like everything and and especially if it's got something to do with my child or layla i get very upset and i start bawling and it's kind of like you know you can't be this this can't be that upsetting to you if you can't muster a tear no and it passes very quickly and see this is the thing like i i feel like there's got to be something psychological behind this thing i feel she does it on purpose Mm. i feel when she she either does it in situations like this where she's uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. somehow some focus has been shifted to her and so she does this she pretends like she's crying she's not really crying she sort of scrunches up her face no tears come out and none of the other um symptoms of crying Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there's other no runny nose no runny nose no red face no like it's just nothing it's just she kind of scrunches up her face and like you know pretends like she can't talk and waits for this moment to pass and then she just distracts everybody yeah and then they move on and so she she either does it like that i think it's very manipulative or she does it where she's like there was one part in here where she was talking about how much she just loves Madison. Madison is so great. And she did it again. She did mm-hmm. her fake cry thing, just thinking about Madison. And it's like, look, lady, you barely know this girl. She's come yeah. to your house to babysit your kids a few times. You really don't know her. Um, she doesn't want to be there. She's forced to be there. You guys aren't close. And she's getting, she's acting like she's getting emotional about Madison, but she doesn't look emotional. And then it just passes. She literally does that fake cry for about, Five, ten seconds. Mm-hmm. And then she's just back to normal. Mm-hmm. What is that? That yeah. is something that is. Like I said, I think it's a defense mechanism of some sort. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, but it just bugs me every to now, every time I see it, <laughs> because now it's so noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the well, time. Now it's like I'm zooming in, like really looking in and seeing like what I've never is happening. Once, I've never once seen a tear. I saw her and then she tried to act like she was wiping tears. Mm-hmm. There was no tears to yeah. be wiped. Well, and the other thing what's really interesting is, is that 
you know, for, for most people and especially adults in these kinds of situations, especially when you're being filmed, like you are, if you're crying, you are fighting, like fighting those feelings mm-hmm. back, fighting in the way you react to it. And like, usually people just kind of turn their, they, they turn their heads and they, they hide their face. And, and yeah, the way it happens for her, it's a, it's different. It, it cause it, because again, when we see with Mary, Mary's really fighting it. She's really fighting it. And it's almost like you're right, where it it she kind of makes that sound and then mm. then, you know, kind of covers herself a little bit until she's better. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't it could be it could be she doesn't realize she's doing it. Like she thinks she's really sad, or she could be conscious of it or not conscious. Again, I don't think I don't think that Robin is diabolical. I really don't think she's diabolical. I think that she doesn't know how to handle complex feelings. Mm. That would be my two cents. Like I think that this is a very complex situation and Robin wants Robin only wants to feel good things. Mm-hmm. And so when these things come up that are difficult and right, I mean technically Robin if you are Miss Polygamist, mm-hmm. then you did just care- kiss a merry man. And if this goes against all of your stuff, then you did do something wrong. Yeah. You know, but it becomes this thing of like, oh, well, he just kissed me and it was done. And 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 um, and then that's that's where she wanted it to end. She doesn't want she doesn't to be want confronted to with her doing anything wrong, her, you know, her being in the wrong in any way, shape or form. So, and I think it's, it's that and just not wanting to have a lot of complex, like it's too tough. I think she really wants to, of all of them, I feel like she's the one who wants to be the perfect polygamist. She wants to be the perfect, you know, um, you know, whatever their their uh, offshoot of you know their church is called or whatever. I mean, she's she seems to me very religious. Uh-huh. I think out of all of them, she she really and yeah, and I think that when she when she feels like she's not being portrayed or seen as like this perfect polygamist and doing everything right and being perfect, that yeah, it overwhelms her. Yeah, and she that's when she does that fake thing because it's not really crying; it's just deflecting. Yeah. It's really deflecting because no one's going to confront her if she looks like she's in yeah. tears. Or and whatever. that is that's one tactic that people use that drive me crazy oh, because then it. you're the asshole for like yelling or being right. mad at the crying person. But it is very childlike, right? Where because when we're young, right, when we're confronted with things, we cry. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very typical thing. Um, and I remember and I saw it with other kids and I think I did it, too, where like. You would do something wrong and then you would feel bad and you'd cry and then you'd fall asleep, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I saw it happen with other little kids, too, where it's just this reaction. You know, it's overwhelmed. Overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. Well, anywho. anyway, where were we? Yes. Um, yes. Robin says she hasn't had a birthday party this nice since she was a child. Um Christine thinks Cody was spending too much time going down to see Robin. She felt like she feels like it's tearing them apart. I mean, every time you turn around, Christine is like, hello, no, I don't like this. Well, and Mary said the same thing. She said it's hard because she wonders, is he going to give her the attention that he's giving to Robin? Yes. And it's funny, the whole time, well, during these, these, this whole episode, all their couch uh, filming, Cody was very um, 
silent and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He really didn't say anything because they were saying some some serious stuff. And he yeah. just looked really annoyed when Mary and Christine were saying these things. Um, and this is when this is when Mary breaks down. Yeah. And she says she thinks I don't want to do this. I'm not comfortable with or I am comfortable with Janelle and Christine. They get me. She says she doesn't even know if she wants to stay sometimes. She's staying because of her commitment and because of her child, because this is her family. And it's mm-hmm. like, what happened? Like, this was a yeah real turn of events. It, because what she did say, which I thought was very true, which is she said, you know, she and Cody have been married for 20 years. Robin is the new thing. And that is, and I think that is a problem in these polygamous families. And I think it is a, it is a problem no matter what you are. It's human nature. Anything new is going to be more exciting. You know, mm-hmm. anything, any new person, any new love, any new whatever. This is why people cheat on their spouses because they think, oh my God, I'm in love. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, no, you're just, you're just excited about this new person. And it's different. And yeah, and I think that she, because I think that also Mary feels like she couldn't take, because if she left, and she's actually at this time legally married to Cody. But if she left, that would mean that she would be separating Leon from right. Leon's siblings. Right. And I think that Mary, of course, feels in this culture a lot of guilt because she didn't have more children or wasn't able to have more children. And so the what makes Leon happy, because you could always tell in these early episodes, Leon had a lot of control. Like Leon, because Leon was an only child, yeah, Leon was, had, but she had the sibling, but she was also at the end of the day, she could go to her, yeah. her mom's place and, and be alone and just be alone and, be, and, and yeah. they could be a, get more attention. Child. Yeah. yeah and, and I feel like in future episodes, like the closer it got to when Leon was going to graduate from high school, the more Mary was feeling like, okay, well, what am I going to do? What mm-hmm. about me? What is my purpose? in this family and Mm -hmm. am I even useful anymore? And, um, you know, I think that caused a lot of problems and, you know, I think that that was around the time when she may have started having Sam. Yeah. Well that happened. And there might've been other things too. People are speculating, Mm -hmm. you know, allegedly, but yeah, I think it's, I think it even started here, you know, because Leon at this point, I think is like 15. Yeah. That's not yeah. that far off from graduating oh, yeah. high school. It's not, it's not and there. And obviously, cause I have a 15 year old, right. And you know what it's like, they become more independent. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't, you really don't need to be watching them 24 seven. You don't, you can leave them alone for extended periods of time. And yeah, I think that it really did create a lot of anxiety for her. And then during this entire time, she's feeling so overwhelmed and she's crying. And Cody's like playing with her hair. I know. Like kind of like flicking her hair and playing with her hair. And I was just like, like ew. Like, God, that's stop. Don't touch me. <laughs> well, but it's I like, don't want don't... anyone touching me when I'm crying. <laughs> God. But but he's playing with her hair like they're on a date I or know. something. It's like, Cody, read the room. Oh, and he was so, like I said, he sat there the whole time silent and uncomfortable. <laughs> Yes. He he didn't know what to do or say. Yeah. He was like, this is not what I had in mind when I signed up for this. Yeah. Because- he just, no, he looks very guilty. You're right. I wrote that too. Yeah. So then we we see Christine and um, uh, Cody. They're going to the OBGYN. And Christine at this time is 37. And she tells us she had a miscarriage a year ago. 
And she's very worried about this baby. She's concerned. So then we meet Dr. Bean, the OBGYN. <laughs> that was great. And then I learned something new. I was like, you know what? The learning channel, thank you. I never knew about that change of heart. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's really interesting about how, you know, you have to have a change of, a child has to have a change of heart in order to survive where their I heart mean, valves all have to close. Yeah, you know, you, you understood better than I. So I guess when, when they're in utero, mm -hmm. the heart valve is open. It's open, always open. Because they need to get nutrient, like so that the food can Yeah, something about their, the blood circulating and the nutrient, yeah, in order. And, and, and they bypasses the lungs. It just right. helps the baby grow. Right. And that when the baby is born, and that first minute where it first cries, mm -hmm. your heart has to close. Yeah. You know, and so you have to have a change of heart and that, and that's what keeps babies alive. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that, that ability to do that. And I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of sad though, that your heart closes and then you have to live the rest of your life with a closed <laughs> heart. You have to learn how to reopen it again. <laughs> that is true. But but listen, in our American way, having a closed heart does is survival, right? I mean, our whole society is about that, but that's a, that is a whole yeah. other thing. So anyway, Cody, and then we see Cody and the kids trying to get everything together to move Robin to Lehigh. And then we see yet another, we uh, see the, for the first time, we see the first family, Brown family dysfunction. <laughs> and as trips as trips go, this one actually wasn't yeah, 45 too bad. Minutes. They were only forty five minutes. Only forty five minutes late. <laughs> but they've got the whole family. They have seven kids. And I didn't think Christine was there. I thought Christine. Was, they had three cars. Christine, uh, Mary, Mary, and then and someone else was driving a car. Well, and Cody was driving the big, big um, Logan and Cody were had in this, the truck. Had a big truck that was but, way too big. They didn't and I understand need that big why you truck. needed some of the older kids and especially the boys, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, but to help her move, I, I, I understand that part. But like, Christine's pregnant. She, what is she going to do? And I, and I was like. And Janelle's like, well, I couldn't get out of work. Janelle was probably like, I'll just stay here and I'll look at some of the, I'll look after the younger kids. I'm like, how Janelle, you're working. Well, like, also there were don't only you the kids. I think the only kids that stayed behind were like Savannah, Savannah Gabe, Garrison. Oh, Garrison wasn't there. I don't think so. But like, um, Gwen and, uh, like yeah. Christine's kids were there. All of them. Gwen of, and yeah, was, Isabel. Was Peyton there? Yeah. Peyton was there. Yeah. So all of Christine's kids went and maybe... Did Leon stay or was Leon no, there? I think Leon was there. I don't, I think the thing about Janelle having to look after younger kids was, I think it was just Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm with you. If I'm Janelle, I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to drive five hours, spend the night, have to load a whole truck in no. and then with the chaos abound. And then, and you know, with kids, five hours is when you're alone with kids in the car. It's a good seven, eight hours. Well, trip. yeah. And they did this all in one day. Did they do it? I thought that they yeah, spent the they night the, there. The no, before. they had the same. I because I looked, they had the same clothes on. They oh. they drove in the morning. They got there. They loaded the truck, wow. drove back, unloaded the truck. Because I know when they got to Robin's new place, it was pitch black. It was pitch black. So I thought that that was the second day. I don't think so. Oh, well, you're right. Maybe if they're all wearing the same clothes. They I, can't I, afford I to all stay in a hotel. And if they had, we would have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, they, but the sh the show can the show could have done it, but but if I'm know. Christine, I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> you yeah, know, Christine I mean, didn't need to go. Well, I mean, but they just need Mary. Mary's the massive, you know, she's the mover, she's the packer, she's yeah. she's the expert. Well, and Maddie was already there helping Robin pack up. Yeah, um, and 
Oh, and they were talking about how stressful it had been that Robin hadn't, you know, finally were moving her here. Mm. It was so hard, you know, not having her here. And Robin said that she'd been looking for places and a job. And they even talked about moving her into the big house. And then Robin was like, well, we can't do that because we're not married. And it's like, sure, sure, Robin. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) No, you don't want to live in that house. And they don't want you there either. Yeah, I was going to say, and where? Where were you going to live? The only place you could potentially live is in Mary's section. And I bet you anything, Mary was like, oh, no. Oh, no, she doesn't want that chaos. So then we we learn more about Robin, how she had to hide her lifestyle when she was young, that once people see that this, you know, when the show, when it comes out, everyone will know. And then there's Maddie, and she says she doesn't want to live this lifestyle, but, you know, she's okay. And then Robin then says something to her like, oh, but if you don't live this lifestyle, you wouldn't have someone cool like me in your life. And Maddie was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I can make friends, lady. <laughs> yeah. You know, Robin. And that's the other thing, too. Robin feels like, it's almost like, don't you have any confidence that you can make friends, Robin? You need sister wives so right. badly. Anyway. I so know. we learn about Dayton, that he has Asperger's, but now it's no longer Asperger's. It's um, it's just autism, but he's very, very high-functioning. And She's worried about him. And I can under, I mean, that I cannot imagine Dayton with being neurodivergent, mm-hmm. how much this kid has gone through. Yeah. Right. Like, and he's the oldest. So he's seen everything. Like, Brianna has no memories of her dad. Right. You know, like she has no memories of them being together. But Dayton probably does. And then, you know, you're, you're, you have this dad, and then the dad's gone, your parents are divorced. And then all of a sudden your mom shows up with this family of Yeah. 18, and you have and, a new dad and you're calling him dad. Yeah. And- well, at least Dayton, he's, he's the kid, he's the one kid of Robin's that I really like. Yeah. And I feel like Dayton is the one who's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to, you know, slow roll this a little bit. And you're like, good, Dayton, have boundaries. Yeah. But Aurora is, she's all then, in. She's, yeah. That was the other thing. She said, oh, Aurora's her usual hyper self. I'm like, yeah, that girl's been crazy hyper forever. Yeah. And all in from day one. And it, you've, you got to really wonder about that. Like, what has Robin been saying to her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Aurora, know. Aurora, don't let Aurora near a cult. Because she will oh, be the first she'll to join. she'll be the first Boy. one. Yeah. Um, so Christine is worried about Robin's kids, the move, adjusting to the new school, new life. Uh, Mary's the packing Nazi, <laughs> you know, and then we see these last scenes of like the house is empty. Brianna has her fish <laughs> in a bowl. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, you guys, that's not going to travel well. Um, and then Robin talks about how she's been saving things for this part of her life. The good part. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you know, you know me with the like you're now, like now kind of stuff. It's like, you know, Robin, y- yeah, I'm sure being divorced. I think I think it was probably very tough for her. And she talks about that, right? Where she, you know, I don't think she's college educated. So she gets divorced from her, her spouse. Yeah, she had fin- some financial struggles. She had sure. three kids. And then she's, you know, and we learn when they're trying to buy those houses in Vegas that she took on a bunch of debt from her husband and a bunch of stuff. So I think it was a stretch for her. I'm not discounting that it's been a rough couple years and she's feeling a lot better about things. But there is this feeling of kind of like Robin doesn't seem happy unless she's and and maybe this is the religion and what the religion tells you. But it's almost kind of like, OK, good. Now I'm going to get into the celestial kingdom. OK, yeah. now I can live my life. I can check that off my list. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. It gets really old because it's like, come on, Robin, you're not the first, you know, single mom to, you know, have have to uh, raise three kids having a hard time. It's like, okay, we get it. But, you know. I don't know. So anyway, and then really burnt out on Robin after these two episodes. All right. (laughs) So let's, let's move on to the gossip. Cause I was, I tried again, like I I can never find, I can never figure this out, but I did watch (laughs) Gwendolyn's um, YouTube. I just watched a couple episodes and I thought it was really good. And it's, um, you know, I've always felt like Gwendolyn, she looks so different than everybody else. Like she looks just like Gabe though. They look like twins. Hmm. I have think. to put them next to each other, even though, because it, maybe it's because those two look like their dad. Because Gwendolyn does say, "I look more like my dad than my mom." Yeah, but um, I don't know. I thought it was, you know, she she obviously was overwhelmed watching these things, and but she's obviously very pro her mother, and I'm happy for her that she left, and good for her, and look how calm she is. And then, but I will say that she's not here to slam her father. I think, she, and she's answering viewers' questions about that, saying like, "Yeah, my father has really struggled with some of his relationship. He's he's trying to rebuild them." You know, she's very fair to mm-hmm. everybody, and mm-hmm. very um. Well, she's just speaking her truth. Yeah, but it's it's it watching her speak her truth is like oh she's she's got a kind heart yeah well one of the things that so she was watching that um the episode so this is season 17 kind of towards the end there's an episode where Saul and Ari are coming home from their first day of school Mm -hmm. and Cody's all you know excited and how was your day and what did you do and do you like your teacher and you know he was like really you know um, caring about mm-hmm. their day. And, and she says that um, she really doesn't have memories like that with her mm. dad. And she said it was hard to be hard for her to see her dad be this great dad that she never had. And she kept saying, you know, I'm, I should be happy for them, but it hurts a lot yeah. to wow. see that. Um, And then she also implied that she's not allowed to have contact with Robin's kids and doesn't really have contact with Robin or Cody. Because this came up in an earlier... I don't know if it was her talking about... I think it was her talking about it. Like, one of the reasons why Christine would never... Or Robin would never let Christine babysit or care mm-hmm. for her kids. And she got a nanny instead was because... Um, I don't think Robin liked Christine's kids. Mm. I think she thought that... Um, like Garrison and uh, Gwen and I don't know. Well, Garrison's not her kid, though. Not Garrison. I'm sorry. Hayden. Okay. Hayden, Gwen. I think those two. Mm-hmm. I think she because th- they're a little wild. Yeah. I think she didn't trust them around her kids. And, you know, Christine's household is like a little more chaotic. It yeah. seemed like. And, you know, her kids are more free range. Mm-hmm. And that's not Robin. Yeah. Robin is very, very controlling. Yes. And so she didn't want Christine taking care of her kids. And, um, so that seems to be a theme. And then one of the viewers asked, I think it was when, um, this had something to do with talking about Cody's anger. Um, and someone asked if Cody was physically, basically physically abusive towards the kids. And she said that 
yes, that she was spanked and left, mm-hmm. you know, left marks. Ooh. And that um, Cody used to scare them by throwing them in the air. Uh, she remembers, like, yeah, like, he oh, would geez. pick them up and, like, throw them in the air, like, an ang- in an anger fit. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. And she says she remembers being bruised um, from being spanked. Jesus. And then also, she talks about it more over here. Okay, so then the she was looking at the episode, the knife in the kidneys episode, and she was very shocked. Mm. She looked horrified through the whole thing. And, you know, because Cody's going off and she's saying, well, that's not true. And she's saying, well, my mom was trying. And, you know, she was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what am I watching? Um, and... Yeah, he, he was trying to say how he was such a loving husband. And then she's, Gwen is referring to, well, one, then why did you write in a book that you thought, uh, you thought that my mom was a pig? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's the infamous real, nachos. Yeah, a yeah. Real, real loving husband. And she said that, um, you know, the, in that episode, you're starting to see the true side of him. And mm-hmm. she said, he's certainly yelled at me like that before. Mm. Um, Interesting. So I only watched, I guess I need to go deeper into them. Cause I think I only watched like, see, you know, her watching the second or third episode. So mm. that's before things started to get this bad. So yeah. maybe I need to go yeah, she farther had, in. She had a real reaction to that and basically kind of confirmed that, yeah, that's the real Cody. Yeah. You know, and um, she also said that honestly, he doesn't have good relationships with any of his kids. Oh, um, so she's become a lot more, lot less diplomatic as the season goes on, because she was very diplomatic when I was watching when I was <laughs> the, the episodes that I watched. Yeah, I think maybe at first, maybe she was afraid to. um say too much i don't mm-hmm. know but yeah that's that's kind of it for like you know that's what's out right now that's what the current you know the last episode she just released about the knife and the kidneys mm-hmm. um and when she also said i think i think during that episode cody said that none of the kids were close and none of them were fitting into yeah, the family. Yeah, he was like, only like a couple of Janelle's kids right. were close to a couple of Christine's kids. Exactly. And, and, and we know that's not true. Gwen said that's not true. She says she feels like the majority of kids are close and some are closer than others, but there's no problem with the kids. Yeah. The problem is Cody. You know, he's he's the common denominator here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then, you know, Gwen had a uh, engagement party um, there were pictures of Christine with all the daughters. I didn't see Peyton there, and I didn't see Cody in any pictures. So I don't know if it was like a all all girls thing or what. Or maybe Dad didn't want to come, or maybe she didn't invite Dad. True. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't even think they're really speaking to each other. Honestly. Yeah. But so, and then I don't know if you knew about this. So it turns out that that toxicity. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that total hoax. It was a total hoax. Okay. I don't know. They just came on and they said, you've been part of a social experiment. And their goal was to create a narrative and track the spread of it among social media platforms and websites. And they said that people just basically 
you know, just took this information and ran with it without any further proof and just mm-hmm. continued to spread the narrative. Mm. Well, it's interesting. So I don't know, but they sure did go to great lengths to come up with some, you know, a lot of gossip and, you know, stories and conspiracy theories and whatever. So I guess that's over. Mm. I guess that's not a thing. Um, oh, and also on one of McKelty's, I think this was a live that someone had um, reported about. She was talking about how Cody and Mary were emotionally abusive to each other mm. and fought a lot. Interesting. Yeah. They, well, there was not physical abuse, but very emotionally abusive. Yeah, those two, I think there's just so much we don't know. Oh, yeah. They, I think there's layers upon layers very, upon layers. Very, very much. But the good news is, um, Christine, you know, she did a hard launch of her new boyfriend. Yes, yes. I'm very excited <laughs> to talk about this. <laughs> oh, very and, excited. Um, I'm following him on Instagram. Oh, you are. Yeah, because it's because, you know, you have he had a private account. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just going to. This is so not me. I, yeah. I, I, I no, nev- it's not you. I never asked to follow people, but I'm like, let me see if if I ask. And I did. I requested to follow him and accept it. So I'm following him. Oh, good. So well, but anyway, anything he posts gets screenshot and put all over social yeah, media anyway. Yeah. So you really don't need to be following him. Well, and so someone, I heard someone say something about how like, oh, you know, how long has she been dating this guy? Now she's parading him around. And it's like, I was under the impression that they had been dating for a while yeah. and she just didn't share it with people. Right. No, people are people are like, oh, well, she just announced like a couple weeks ago that she was online dating. And it's like, no, she was leading in. Yeah. She clearly met him a long time ago and she realized at some point she's got to become public. Yeah. So she... Yeah, she did it gradually, and it made yeah. it seem like it had just happened. But yeah. she probably could have drug it out a little bit longer. But she couldn't so, couldn't wait. But this was the best. This was the best news, which was that I saw this on. If anybody is um, a fan of reality gays, they have a with Jake, um, Anthony, and Matt Marr, and they have a Facebook group called the Sissy Squad. It's very good mm-hmm. if you're not part of it and not not listening to them. So someone said something about how I think Christine's new boyfriend has big dick energy, <laughs> BDE. And so Jake Poodle has a gift. He has a gift. <laughs> he has a gift. <laughs> he talks about it incessantly, but he has a gift. He he can really, and and I will tell you that it is, it, it, it's not like, oh, he's big, he's small, he's this, he's that. I mean, he really gets into some detail. <laughs> and this. big dick energy is more than just size. Yes. Am I right? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's attitude. a little bit more to it. But it's almost kind of like you got the swagger because you know you got it yeah. kind of a thing. Um, but so someone asked Jake to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Jake gave it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So if Jake says it's real, it's real. <laughs> well, I, that makes me even happier. Yes. Yeah, so good yeah. for you, Christine. She is glowing. She looks, she's looked, this is the best she's looked, especially when you go back to these old episodes. I'm like, just how, how much better, you know, she just looks. She's glowing. She's glowing. She yeah, looks happy. She's, glowing. she's got someone who loves her, who's sitting there with her, her grandchildren. Right. And she's, she's living her best life. Yeah. So good for you, Christine. They're very lovey-dovey. They post, you know, she'll post something and then he'll comment. Oh, I love you so much. And I miss you. Cause so she went to, so, okay. So Maddie had a baby a couple weeks ago, um, a baby girl, 
named Josephine. Joey is, um, you know, for short. And so Christine said she was driving to North Carolina, Mm -hmm. you know, to visit them, meet the new baby. And then they showed Christine in the car with um, David, Mm -hmm. her boyfriend. And like they said something about going on a road trip, whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, he, is he going? Cody's going to lose his shit. Because <laughs> you know Cody hasn't even seen that grandbaby yet. Oh, no. Well, and since Cody can't go for Isabel's surgery. Right. He's he, not, uh, but David can, Dave, who apparently is very successful. Apparently David's got some money. He's got then, his own construction business yeah, or but something. He's a, so, but, but this guy can make the time to get right. in his car to go. Because you know why? It's important to Christine. Exactly. And he said to himself, this is important to my new girlfriend. So right. I'm going to go do this. Cody. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it seems like he's met the baby before Cody. Yes. Yes. Um, and then I don't know where I read this, but someone was talking about, well, what happens if, I mean, he's obviously going to be in this next season because they showed he and Christine at Christine's house. They were having a Super Bowl party and there was a full on camera crew there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's filming yeah. with her. Okay. So, but I don't think it's first, but this is a good sign because I think it's, is it for season 18 or is it for season for 19? The, because this has been like I I think that they if if they've been filming this whole time I think season eighteen's been done this might be for season oh, nineteen it could God, be I, God I hope so but either way that means he and Cody are going to be on the same show like they're going to be basically yeah. um, uh, coworkers how's yeah. this going to work I don't because you know that Cody is not going to share the stage with anybody he's he's you know I think he's made some public comments about how. You know, uh, it's too soon. Christine is wet behind the ears. I had wrote, oh, wrote up, that down. Buddy. Sure, he, he does not like having this guy around his kids or his grandkids or anything. But you know what? I think everybody's attitude is like, well, sorry. To, yeah. You can either stay on the gravy train and stay on the show or you, or you can leave. Yeah. And honestly, nobody cares. They'll watch and, a spinoff with, you know, the other, with yeah. Janelle and Christine. I mean, honestly, if Cody, and and, and the thing is, is that, even though his ego would never, if he had all the control, he would be willing to be like, no, he's not going to do this. But they know that they don't necessarily need Cody no. at this point. So fuck around and find out, Cody, because guess what? Your your gravy train is this show. Yeah. Like, And the two of you, you and Robin don't look like you want to work. No. So if you don't want to go to a job every day like the rest of us and have clients and people you have to deal with, if you just want to make a couple, spend, you know, $100 to say happy birthday to someone, if you want that, then this is what you need to do. Yeah, because, I mean, he has his gun show business, but he likes attention. Yes, he does. And I don't know if we talked about this in the last gossip episode or if we just talked about it off the air, but um, was it Gwen? I don't know if it I don't know who it was, or maybe it was that toxicity, which we can't trust anymore. <laughs> but regardless of who said it, I believe it. They were talking about how Cody is obsessed with what's online. Yes. And he goes online and mm-hmm. he has, he creates these fake accounts. Yes, we were talking about yeah. that. Yeah, like so, the fake accounts. So he can go and see what people are saying about him. He, I'm sure he comments, you know, mm-hmm. and goes into Reddit threads and comments, whatever. So yeah, he is obsessed with attention. And so he's not going to... 
Yeah. Oh, no. Give that up. Well, I saw something else in another Facebook group. Maybe it was like Juicy Scoop or something like that. But someone said, my husband and I were in Vegas and we see Cody and Robin. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And then apparently, like, they, she was just like, oh, interesting. The husband had no idea who these people were. And that Cody insisted on taking a picture of the four of them. And she didn't even ask. Like, this woman was just (laughs) kind of like, she just kind of approached him like, oh, hi, you know, hey, I know you from TV, blah, blah, blah. And was like, gonna leave. And then, um... Because I, personally, I don't, I would never ask someone for a picture. Like oh, God, people just want that so they can put it on yeah. their social media. But I personally, I'm one of these people that would never do that. So I can imagine she's one of these people. And then all of a sudden Cody, cause Cody's taking the picture. You can tell by the arm oh. and, and the husband is just like the other husband's like, hi, you know, like, who are these people that I'm posing oh with? Oh my gosh. So he, he, he'll get it wherever he can take it. He's like, yeah, yeah these people probably post this on their social media yeah. and people see it and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but the best, okay, besides the big dick energy thing and um, is all of just like Bernie after the 20, 20, <laughs> 2021 inauguration, they are putting pictures of Cody <laughs> hiding, you know, like hiding lurking. behind, lurking, <laughs> and all these photos of Christine and her new boyfriend. And yeah. that's, I could, wa- I could see that forever. Oh, I could I watch would. that all day. Yeah, and then like they'll put, um, David's face over Cody's face and yes. like family photos, <laughs> just like Robin did with, you know, Oh, the dad pu- yeah. putting, uh, putting her kids in with an old picture of Cody. And what's, what's the difference? But yeah. Oh, and then did you see, I love this. Um, I didn't even realize the show was still on the air, but you know, the old Roseanne show, it's now called the Connors. Yes. I heard about this. Yeah. Too. yeah. So Darlene is talking to her husband. They're talking about their budget and he's saying, well, um, I only have so much money left and I can either allocate it to the electric bill or the cable bill. And she's like, cable. She's like, all of Cody's wives are leaving him. And I I mean, I have to see that. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) So everybody, it's just, this is amazing. Like what a phenomenon this is. Yeah. I mean, have they made it to Saturday Night Live yet? Uh, I don't know. Have have they done an SNL skit yet? Maybe, but I don't know. Is it still too niche fringe? Do you know what I mean? Right? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's on, it's on the Connors. It's on a network. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it'll get to SNL Uh, soon. Yeah. What a time to be alive. (laughs) What a time to be alive here. Watching Cody's wives leave him. Well, we are here. Just like in Hamilton where they're like, you know, here we are the dawn of a new day. (laughs) (laughs) We're here for the birth of a nation. That's right. And here we are. Well, who knew that this boring ass show that was on for 10 years would just create so much happiness and be so delicious to watch. And the fact that you can go back and you have a mm-hmm. record that you yeah. can study and you can <laughs> pick apart and you can just obsess over. Yes. I mean, I was telling you, look, these last two episodes were 20 minutes. Yes. A piece. Okay. How many pages? 20 minutes. Have? I have, uh, I think the first one I had like three pages and the second one I had four pages. I mean, I just have pages of notes because I kept pausing it because everything they said was something that has now just been, you know, blown out of the water, isn't true, full of shit, Mm -hmm. foreshadowing, whatever, like all, I mean, the entire episode. 
Yeah. It's almost like, you know, in high school or where they make you study Shakespeare so you can learn about foreshadowing mm-hmm. and all of those things. It's almost like they should just do sister wives. They should just have a class. <laughs> a class yeah. on sister wives. It's, it's it, I think it would be much more interesting than Shakespeare. A lot easier. Oh, yeah. To a, lot e- a lot easier to understand and yeah. digest and, <laughs> and understand the relationships for sure. Um, yeah, we yeah. can compare different Shakespeare characters to yeah. Sister Wives Ooh, All right, well, if we run out of material, that's where we're going. Yeah. All right, I think we need to wrap this up. So thank you so much. If you're still here listening, <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. Um, please subscribe, hit the subscribe button and um, so that we're in your uh, inbox feed, feed uh, every single twice a week. Um, and please leave a five-star review Um and tell a friend or tell two friends. We really do appreciate the support. And I think that's it. We'll that's be it. back. Um, we've got this. And then Thursday will be Extreme Sisters. Mm-hmm. Season two, episodes four and five. And then we'll be back next Tuesday with more Sister Wives. All right. We'll see All you right. then. Bye. Bye. 